Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm so excited to be here with you, as always, and and I know I say that every week, but I really, truly am excited to be here with you, my favorite time of the week, because I get to spend time talking to people that light me up, people that get me thinking differently, and today I have somebody who has been a part of my my business life for pretty much as long as I owned company and beyond. And I, I love when I get to interview people who I saw when they started their companies and have now grown their businesses so far and affected change on a global scale, and I get to bring them to you. And today I have um, the founder and CEO of ConnectWise, Arnie Bellini, I used his software to run my tech company. It kept us going. It kept us grounded. It enabled us to service our customers in multiple states. I I could not have grown the business to what I did to sell it if I hadn't had his software. And I remember the day that the software first got created. So his business now has a $1.2 billion valuation. And I remember he used to have after parties at his house after the, the events that he held. So, uh, Arnie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. It's great to be here. Yeah, we recently saw each other back in, I think it was November, at IT Nation, your giant event that used to just be a few hundred of us hanging out there, and now I think it had seven or 8,000 people at it. It is getting big. It's it's fun, though. It's just a, it's a, it's a great, great opportunity to learn and to bring the community you know, together, the whole IT nation community together. So uh, we love that. That's my favorite. That's my favorite time of the year. You know, you talk about your favorite time of the week. That's my favorite time of the year. When you first started in business, I mean, you're a certified public accountant, not exactly a geek, not in a business model that you would ever think of developing a piece of software that changed the way people did business. What were you thinking? <laughs> I really wasn't thinking. That's the funny part about it. I was, uh, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention is such a true statement. Uh, David and I were growing our business in Tampa Bay. We were just our own small IT shop. But, you know, a lot of cool things were happening back then. You know, we're talking, you know, 1982, you know, the PC hit, boom. Uh, we were out there building clones, you know, as soon as you could build clones, we were building clones, you know, uh, and reselling those. And then boom, you know, local area networking finally started working in like 1987. So 86, 87, we were installing local area networks all throughout the Tampa Bay area. And we started to grow really fast. Uh, and you know, there's always that next wave of technology that you could catch and make a lot of money and, grow your business and learn a lot of great technology things. And it's for me, you know, as a CPA, um, you know, I, I also got my MBA in finance. Uh, so for me, I always approach the technology space with a very business minded approach. And so when David and I started growing so fast, we needed some way of, of uh, uh, creating scale without losing control of the business. And that's boom. That's when ConnectWise was invented, but it was just for us. 
Um, you know, and, and it became kind of, you know, gosh, this is going to be our secret weapon. And then we started bringing like 40, 30, 40% to the bottom line. Uh, and we were still growing. So we're thinking, wow, we, we've, uh, we've got lightning in a bottle here. And we started showing it to some friends. And it was kind of like, you know, the backyard barbecue sauce story. You know, it's like, that's good. Can I have a little bit of that to take home? And then all of a sudden you're selling it. Um, and so, you know, that's, that was our story. And it's just, so it's been a journey, really. It's not really been nothing. It's been, that was great. We were able to do that for our company. And wow, I got friends in the industry that want me to do it with their company. They're going to give me a shot at that. And so we've always taken it on as a, as a quest, right, as a mission, uh, because we know if we can make technology companies run very efficiently and help them grow and scale and take technology and be able to spread it farther, wider, deeper into the economy, into the world, that it really does hold, um, it really it holds all the answers to, to every problem we're going to face, you know, in healthcare, agriculture, um, uh, you know, it, you name manufacturing, uh, you name it. It's going to, it has the potential to solve the biggest problems we face today and the biggest problems we're going to face. And for people who don't know, David is your brother. You two, yeah. you, it started out as a brothers in business kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. In the spare bedroom of my parents' house at 4205 Carrollwood Village Court, which we were very embarrassed about uh, because everyone knew that was clearly a residential, you know, address. Uh, so, so we got real clever one day, and uh, we, I, I, I looked at David, and I go, I, I, you know what? We're on the second floor, right? The spare bedroom's on the second floor. Yep. I go, then we're putting Sweet 200 on our business cards. And, oh. <laughs> I didn't know that story. <laughs> I don't know if anyone ever noticed or didn't notice, but they kind of never went past the line that said Sweet 200, right, to see Carewood Village Court, you know. Um, and so we felt better about it because it was tough for us because we were so young. I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking young, early 20s, you know, guys professing, it's kind of sounding like insanity back then to the business community. We're professing, you know, um, almost like a, an Edison or a Tesla. It's like, we can solve this problem that you have. And we knew we could. And so for us, we just wanted the chance to do it. And we did it in business after business after business uh, in the Tampa Bay area and our clients. And we still have the company. That's what's so cool. It's never... You know, it's always been that, you know, we learned from it. It's what, you know, it's what got us on this mission, right? Um, and the software's just been a result of that. And, you know, we're doing a lot of other really great things beyond just the software now, too. It's like, you know, we just acquired uh, uh, HCG, uh, and they have an amazing consulting group. So we're really about deep, you know, strategic consulting. Uh, we, you know, I... I, you know what? I'm gonna let you ask the questions because I, I could just keep going and going and going. It's just it's an exciting sort of mission that we're on, and and it's fun because all of us at ConnectWise, you know, really do feel like we're on that mission. And it's cool because they all have stock in the company too. Well, so let's like talk about owners. let's talk about that mission because one of the things I've known about you is you've always been very strategic, whether you had initially planned it or not. It 
from the outside looking in and from the inside looking out because I've I've you know I've spoken on stages at your events I've been there when you were beginning and and everything there always seemed to be a strategy you didn't just say I'm going to just try this you had a plan and you had this purpose for yourselves of a bigger bigger meaning to creating your business, your mission. How did that yes, come I about? Oh, well, I, you know, I, I think that's not too hard for me because, yeah, you know, you've heard of Luddites. Those are those who are so fearful of technology that they, they shy away from it. I'm the opposite. Um, so as a, at a very young age, you know, my dad worked for IBM, right? So say need say no more. Um, and so growing up as an IBM kid, I mean, career IBM, always with IBM from the day I was born, IBM, um, you know, until he retired from IBM. Uh, and so, you know, I grew up with computers. I grew up knowing what technology could do. I mean, we didn't grow up with computers in my age, you know, not my generation, because they, <laughs> they were mainframes, right? Yeah, I remember uh, that. I, Tape, punch cards, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of that, but, yeah. But you heard about them, right, and you knew about them, and then you saw and you read about the applications of that first, you know, the first wave of computerization and, and the use of computers was a very interesting time. And so, you know, it was the very first time that wave had hit the shore. And so having a father who was, you know, a branch manager of an IBM uh, branch, you know, he – he was right there in the thick of it. And so it was like being, you know, living with the general, right? Uh, and he'd come home and he'd say, man, we just installed, you know, a new mainframe for uh, General Electric. And, and then he'd come home three days, you know, you know, later and it's like, you know, oh, yeah, we're on a problem with the, the, the new computer, you know, we put in at Tico. And so it was all these local Tampa companies. So it was very interesting to me. And he would tell me sort of the battle stories, um, of what they were going through, implementing the technology. So I saw the good and the bad, and I knew a realistic picture of technology. But the one sort of the one one thing that became very clear from the very first stories that he would tell me uh, until the very last was this thing's going. This thing's going. It's just there's no stopping it. It's going to go and it's going to go and it's going to go. And the best thing you can do is catch the wave. And there's wave after wave of technology that's available to do so much good. Uh, and so for me, it was really simple. I mean, I saw it. So I saw the power of it at a very early age. Um, and I knew that, like, I need to be a part of this and make sure, you know, that I'm doing something good with it. Because you can do good and bad with technology, as we all very know. Very true. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and I thought, who better to help than to arm the troops, right? I mean, the good guys, the guys who are implementing the technology worldwide, you know, the people who are doing managed services, who are securing networks and, uh, you know, uh, companies' data, uh, who are, you know, expanding uh, to Internet of Things and, you know, uh, machine learning and really getting into business intelligence and helping companies mine, you know, the massive amount of data they have that they can't do anything with. You know, until you can turn it into information and people who master that, you know, software companies that take zeros and ones and create anything they want out of it now. I mean, we want to help all of them, all of those technology teams, 
you know, if you're a technology team, we're, you know, we may not be the right solution for you, but we, we think we are. Uh, we certainly are trying to be. So what you uh, wanted so, to do, Arnie, it sounds like from an early age, you recognize the power of technology to make a difference. And you yeah. set up your business to help do that. Yeah. Amen. That's it. It's that simple. Wow. Uh, that's, yeah. But it's, and if you think about it from that perspective, maybe then you can understand the passion that you see the, uh, you know, when I'm on stage, it's like, I feel like I'm delivering, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to technology teams, right? It's, it's, it's these people that I admire, right? Okay. I admire them so much because of what they're doing. And then it's just a lot of fun to help them, uh, help them succeed. Well, we're about to go into our first commercial break, but I want to go into it saying this. I remember the first time I saw you on stage at your event that you held for people who had your software to when I just recently saw you in 2017. And you've grown so much along the way that when I listen to the words you're speaking, and we're going to talk about your philosophy of learning, earning, and returning as a life cycle of a business, I was blown away, Ernie, honestly, to to see a purpose lived out so beautifully is something I think really needed to be seen, which is why I'm having you on the show today. So everybody, we'll be right back with Arnie Bellini, founder and CEO of ConnectWise. Arnie, you have been known for I recently had Daniel Burris on the show when he launched his new book, the anticipatory organization. And I know you're a fan of his as well. Yeah. Big fan. You seem to be able to anticipate the trends that are going to hit way before anybody else. And you've acquired many companies and technologies in order to be way ahead of that curve. Is, is there some, rationale some process behind that that is something you can impart to my my listeners i mean acquisitions can tend to go wrong ways every which way from sunday yet it seems like you haven't made a lot of missteps there yeah well thanks um we have made a lot of acquisitions i don't look at them as acquisitions i always look at them as mergers and uh you know it's like uh well, first of all, uh, we have acquired some amazing companies and, and, and really, you know, joined missions with some great companies, uh, including LabTech and Quozel, uh, uh, Screen Connect, amazing companies. And recently uh, HTG, who HTG I've had Arlen on. On a different, different dimension, you know, we're getting ready to close on an acquisition in India as well uh, of an amazing company. And so... You know, we look for people who are basically we're on the mission field, I guess I could say. I mean, either you're going to understand what we're trying to do and you're going to get really excited about it and want to say, wow, let's do this together. Um, And that's what they have all been. So I'd say that's why we've been so successful is, uh, you know, it's it's hard because like when you learn it and I remember uh, going through the MBA program at University of South Florida. It was a great program. Uh, still is, by the way. Uh, and, you know, what we learned was, uh, you know, there's just, there's just 
they, when you learn about business, they teach it to you at a level that you, they kind of have to, uh, which is, you know, culture is everything, right? You hear that all the time. Uh, but people fail. Well, it would be good for people to zoom out a little bit further. And then they have to find connectedness, right? If, if what you're doing is not connected to, a, you know, a purpose, uh, that you believe deeply in, in fact, that you are passionate about. Uh, if you can find that, and this is what Lauren and I have really, really gone in with our kids and said, if you can get connected with that, uh, nothing will ever stop you. You'll never work a day in your life. You'll have bad days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll have tough times. And, and, you know, guess what, kiddo? You know, life is all about, you know, it's, there is suffering in life, and there's no avoiding it. Uh, in fact, if you avoided it, you would not get much out of it, right? So, uh, you know, you better pick what you want to suffer over. And I think that's the people who are, you know, have joy in their life, who are free, who are, you know, connected with what they're doing every day that they get up, uh, and it drives them forward, and it keeps, it keeps the flame burning, and it lets them make really great 20-mile marches every day in their life. And so I look for you know, people who feel the same way as we do about it, that see the potential of technology, uh, that are not about profit. I mean, that's what's interesting about us. Uh, I, I never focused on, I am a CPA. I do have an MBA in finance. This is what's really <laughs> funny about me. Um, but I don't, and I'm not focusing on the bottom line. I'm focusing on how can I help. Uh, and what I found is by putting my true, you know, focus, emotions, you know, passion there, that the money comes. Uh, and, you, and you do the right things because you're not making decisions based on financial engineering, like most private equity firms will force you to do. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you, you can't expect them to do anything else. They've got a return they've got to deliver to their investors, right? So basically mm -hmm. it's a 20% return on investment uh, is what they seek uh, so that means that that company's got to be valued at 20% more every year. Uh, so you got to engineer that. You can't, that just doesn't happen, right? You got to engineer that. And that's what financial engineering is all about. And that's what private equity is all about. Um, and I'll, don't get mad at me, private equity people, but I mean, <laughs> yes, you care. I know you care. And I love many of you. Okay. I haven't taken any money yeah. from, from anyone though, because I just want complete, you know, freedom, uh, to, to focus and, and I think we're at a big enough, I think we're at a place now where we've had a lot of people join us, right? I mean, Matt and Greg uh, and Brett uh, and Drew from LabTech and Sam uh, and Kent and Steven from uh, Colesville, uh, you know, we've just, and, and Arlen and Pete and Laurie, you know, from ACG and, and their whole team, Brad Scow. I mean, just, you know, it's sort of like, you know, you've got these people in the, you know, doing and focusing the same way with the same passion as you. I mean, that's really, that's great. And, and, and the guys that screen connect, you know, well, uh, what's, Jake what's, Morgan and, and Jeff, you know, it's just, so when you merge together and, and have a common, you know, vision, it becomes very strong. Well, you say it like it's an easy thing to put together to merge cultures. And I know from personal experience, it can fail miserably or it can succeed beyond your wildest expectations. What I right. kind of hear in the conversation, you said, pick what you want to suffer over. 
Yeah. And that was really, <laughs> that's a total tweet out moment. Anybody is listening live or if you're listening on the podcast, please tweet that out. Arnie said, pick what you want to suffer over. When you're looking at where you want to grow, your strategic plan, your stratop, as Arlen Sorensen would say, who I've been lucky to have, blessed to have had on the show multiple times, you seem to have held that connectiveness together and created a common culture where people just stay. I mean, you don't have a lot of turnover in your company either. No, so <laughs> that's that's a big part of what you've been able to do. And then you also said you're not focused on the bottom line. It's there. You're an accountant. You want to do all of that stuff. You're focused on helping, which another guest I've had on multiple times, Bob Berg, the go-giver, uh, you guys totally represent that. We're about to go into national news, which will cut us off mid-word, Arnie, which is really hard. But uh, when we come back, can we talk about your philosophy I teased everybody with about learning, earning, and returning and the growth phases as you've defined them as a company? Yes, absolutely. All right. So we're going to be back, everybody, with Arnie Bellini, CEO of ConnectWise, talking about how he grew from a small B2B technology company to a global force value currently at $1.2 billion. We'll be right back, everyone. Join us. All right. And I'm being told we have actually a few more seconds. We're having some timing issues, but I love it because, you know, what? it's all about the questions, everybody. And this is live radio. So you never know what's going to happen. Right, Arnie? Live, live tends radio. to be very different from reality. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back, everyone. We are uh, just rejoining after the national news break. If, it's, if you're listening on the podcast, you didn't have to listen to the national news. <laughs> you just got to go right back into this. We're here with Arnie Bellini, CEO of and founder of ConnectWise, the company that developed a software that I use to run my tech business, and I kind of wish they developed software to run the rest of my life, too, because it made it so much easier. Um, Arnie, I think you, that's that's the next step, is you got to develop some software that can help us run the rest of our lives. <laughs> I, yeah, it, don't, don't get me started, because I'm already doing that. Um, it's a side project, and it's... Those things drive me crazy, and so, yeah, if I find a way that I can create technology to solve the problem, I do it, and I've got some crazy little projects going, so don't, that is a different radio segment altogether. All right, well, when you're ready, let me know. Let's talk about that. <laughs> anyway, I can help you with that. You just let me know. I am all in. As, as you know, I've always been a huge fan. one point, I used to be the, the face on the front of your website, I think, a while back, too. You were. You were. <laughs> when I believe in something, I believe in something. That's right. The wonderful woman from Norwalk. Yes. Norwalk, Connecticut. Now here in Vero Beach, Florida. Three hours right. straight across the state to your offices. Yeah, and by the way, it was kind of cool that when you sold your business, you sold it to another ConnectWise partner, Rory, down in West Palm. And, and Rory, I actually was, he was so early with us uh, that I actually flew from Tampa to West Palm. I, I made him a bet. We had a bet, Rory and I. You know, he says, I'll buy your software, but it's going to take two months to install. I go, really? I'm going to fly from Tampa to West Palm, okay? And you're going to put me on the plane at night, and you're going to be implemented. And he goes, you got to, you know, you got to bet. I think we bet a hundred bucks on it. And, and I did it and he had to pay me the hundred bucks and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have been friends ever, ever since. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you oh, were friends yeah. before that. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but but that's talking about being all in, right? When yeah. you're trying oh. to grow a business, you have to do things like that. Whether there's a bet involved or not, you go all in to support your clients. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The bet just made it a little bit more spicy, you know? Yeah. He did, he did not think I could catch the six o'clock flight, and he did not think that he would admit that he was actually implemented. But he couldn't he couldn't help it. He was you know he was up. He was running. They were actually running. <laughs> and, and I remember when you guys were doing that, Rory and I would talk, and and Heath and his staff and everything. And it's like, okay, it's in, but now what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. That's. I said, okay, you just said it had to be up and running. I said, like, there's a lot more to this. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about how you want to be organized. You know. Uh, but we had tickets running. We had we had everything. You know, their clients were sending emails. It was creating tickets. Everything was working great. They were putting time and expenses. Um, I still remember. Well, I still remember his mom. She was the accountant, and yep. uh, she was. I could never crack her. I could never get her to to use the system. But <laughs> but I tried. I loved his mom. <laughs> she was she was great. Um, so that was. Pretty. You have something that I, I love. The definition of a life cycle of a company is very different from other people. So that would be your learning phase of your business. You're you have a right. lifestyle statement, life cycle statement. You say learning, earning, returning are really the phases of a business, the natural evolution as it should go. That was the learning stage, right? Where you're trying to figure out yeah. what your business is and and how you run it. Yes. Right. Yes, deep learning, you know, in the field. I mean, I did the first 100 implementations of ConnectWise myself, got on planes, and then guys like Rory, I'd still jump on the plane for years afterwards um, and do the implementations, fly wherever the partner was, do the implementations. You know, I mean, you couldn't have kept me away from that. Uh, I mean, that's all the fun, right? That's where the rubber meets the road. That's what I love the most. Um, that's why I was doing it, right? So you got all the proof of that, and you could learn so much from each and every partner, and we did, and we still do. And, uh, you know, we're able to then sort of codify best practices because we're not just selling software. We're really deeply wanting to understand how do you run your business, you know, you know, let's talk about what maybe best practice looks like. You know, let's see how you match up to that, you know, because our software is all based on the best practices that we've learned, uh, you know, with our technology teams, you know, in our own companies uh, and and now all of our partners. And so that's the learning phase. Yeah, absolutely. And with a software company, that's what's really interesting. You know, you can do anything you want with zeros and ones today, uh, but certainly uh, it was, you know, uh, the business process and the best practices and putting the you know, systems together, it's really all about spending time with your customers uh, and really being a good product manager and, you know, drinking deeply of their suffering and pain and saying, how can I fix that? And then looking out in front saying, okay, not only am I going to fix what problems they have today or what issues they have today, but, you know, in the technology world, you get wave after wave of, of new, uh, you know, innovation hitting shore. And so some of them are very disruptive and we have to anticipate those so that we make sure that our platform will enable them to have success not only this year, but, you know, two, three, four years from now. So we have to see those problems and start solving for them today. Uh, and that's really a, a Daniel Burris thing, right? I mean, right. Uh, we're, sort of, uh, we're sort of skating to where the puck's going to be. We're sort of skipping. And, and sometimes you have to skip the problems that 
or right in front of you and say, wait a minute, where's this thing going to be in three years? Let me, let me, let me, you know, hit a, you know, a point right to that. And let me just put a, an arrow right on that and just go at a straight line right at that uh, and start solving for that today. Cause it's going to take a couple of years to solve for that. And in doing so you avoid, you know, sort of the morass of, of choppy water that you'd have to get through uh, of the problems of trying to solve it the way that it could be solved today. You don't, you don't do that. You solve it the way that it will be. Right. And so that's sort of an art form. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing that at ConnectWise. And, you know, that's again, you know, sort of front end scout, uh, for the industry, for technology teams. You know, we definitely see ourselves as that's an obligation that we have. Uh, so again, we're not, you know, we, it's easy for us because we know what we're trying to do, right? We know that we are trying to just basically we're them. How can we make them successful? How can we make technology teams successful? And then we are them, and that's what's great too. So, you know, Arlen had his own, you know, uh, you know, technology company for a long time out there in Heartland. Uh, you know. Uh, middle of the cornfields. So, middle of the cornfields. We have so much DNA, you know, from the industry and domain expertise because that's who these people are, you know. You know, Matt and uh, uh, and Drew had their own, uh, and and Greg had their own shop in Toledo, right? And then they said, "Oh, you know what? We want to make a managed service tool." Uh, and Kent and Stephen, you know, they had their shop up in Seattle, and they they said, "Hey, man, we kind of made a better way to quote." I mean, I just Kent lost like he lost like one hundred fifty thousand dollars on a quote because it was calculated wrong with whatever spreadsheet they were using and he got sick and tired of it. And he started making this amazing quoting tool. And so, so grow what you know. Yeah. And, and sort of follow, it's sort of like, you know, he, and every one of us took our, you know, if you really boil it down, it's like every single one of us, you know, Greg was sick and tired of driving across Toledo in traffic to crawl underneath a desk to fix a computer that he could, that he knew that he could, you know, cross the internet and this is in the early days, he knew that he could create a solution that could cross the internet and he could jump in there and, and, and remediate remotely and never leave his, you know, never leave his garage office that he had. And so he created, you know, LabTech, which is now ConnectWise Automate. And so all of us had our own issues we were trying to solve. So it's like, you know, I like to find people that do a good job of dealing with their issues, you know. So the learning uh, phase, and- Arnie, then is growing what you know, learning from your customers and learning and, from yourselves. Yeah. And learning from your own, you know, you go back to the zoomed out view of like, well, you know, where were you, where was I suffering? It's like, I was trying to grow a business in Tampa that was going great gangbusters. And I didn't, I couldn't afford an expensive middle management team. And I couldn't, and I, we were going to, we were kind of like spiraling out of control because we had five different systems uh, that we had to cobble together. And so we took it all and we put it into one. We solved our own problem. Kent solved his own problem. Greg solved his own problem, right? Okay. Um, and so, you know, that's a great, you know, if you're passionate about solving something, that's a great motivator, right? So that develops into the earning phase in its own way as you're, as you're learning and implementing your earning, but you need to manage that as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, the earning phase is the tough. I think the the learning phase is is really the funnest part, right? And right. and I and I say this, you know, I gave a speech at Tampa Catholic, my high school here in Tampa, and you know, I told the, the you know the, the students, you know, great great school, um, and I told I told the students, I said that's 
what your life will be. You're in the learning phase now. And, you know, the learning phase is so much fun. And so enjoy that because there's nothing, no greater gift than to, you know, increase your knowledge and your perspective and your view and your understanding of how things work, right? Learning is a great phase. Uh, but there are various phases. You're not going to be in that learning phase, so do the most you can when you're in that phase. The learning phase is tougher because you've got to translate what you've learned and your, you know, your life experiences into some way of, of earning a living, and that's becoming increasingly difficult for you know, kids who are graduating from college right now. Um, uh, even though we're at full employment, it's, it's getting a little bit tough. Uh, but... Once you're in your, your field, you know, you take what you've learned and, you, you know, you never stop learning, but now you've got to really focus on the earning part of it. And, you know, if you've been successful enough in that earning phase to, to have, you know, the ability to help others, you, you know, the last phase of your life, uh, specifically with your monetary gain, I would say, you know, in that context, is really about returning it, you know. And, and if you actually, you know, kind of nice to be a CPA and, and an MBA. I look at things from a financial perspective. If you looked at someone, <laughs> it's very difficult to pass on wealth anyway, right? And, and you know, that's what's funny. It's like you see Bill Gates is working very hard to give away his money, and so is Warren Buffett. Uh, and, and the reason is, is because you get to pick where it's going to go. Right. Uh, and if you don't pick where it's going to go uh, before you're gone, then somebody else gets to pick where it's going to go, and uh, a whole bunch of it goes to maybe places you necessarily didn't want it to go to, right? Mm-hmm. So it actually becomes a job uh, if, if, if you've acquired wealth to then dispense of that wealth, and you're seeing some really, you know, I, I'm really pretty, you know, admirous of, of like a guy like Bill Gates, you know, doing what he's doing. And, and we're going to have to hold that thought till we come back from our last commercial break. We're all, I can't <laughs> believe the show is almost over already. Arnie, we'll be right back with more from Arnie Bellini. Okay. Arnie, we were just talking about returning before the commercial break. It feels to me as if since the moment you started ConnectWise, you always had a thought of giving back. Yes, you don't have to wait until the end. You can do it all during your life. And I've always felt that that was the best way to live and the most rewarding way. And yeah, absolutely. But it, it um, for a lot of people, it, it it's hard for them because they're, they get so scared. I mean, we gave away 10% yeah. of our profits every year. I had my company and I, I still continue to do that, you know, at least 10%. And we always pick somebody that some nonprofit that needed help that we would do a big implementation for them at no charge other than equipment because we just, that was our charity of the year kind of thing. But for other people, they, they get worried about that earning part and they're, they're concerned that, Oh, we're doing well today, but we're not going to do well tomorrow. Or they just don't understand that. What would be your piece of advice to a business that's, in that that thought phase and it could be early or it could be pretty far along their life cycle and they're still concerned and worried and don't know how to step well yeah i mean it's like climbing a pyramid i guess um it does get more difficult the higher you go i mean staying in business is awesome you know i mean uh 80 of businesses go out of business in the first three years small businesses at least right um and startups and so that's, you know, you made the cut if you get past that, but there's that next cut, which is like, I mean, there's a lot of people that can 
it's difficult. It's difficult to get past the stage where it's just sort of subsistence. In other words, it's paying the bills. You're making enough money, but you're not in a place where you can give back. Uh, and it's not just about giving back money, right? It's like there's lots of ways to give back. And so, you know, if, even if you don't have the money, and I mean, I don't, I don't have the money to give back yet. It's all in ConnectWise, you know. Uh, but I mean, ConnectWise gives back as a company because it's successful, which is great. Uh, so, you know, you can give back in lots of ways though. It's donating your time. I know at ConnectWise, with the ConnectWise Foundation, we donate, you know, time to, uh, local, uh, shelters, uh, food, you know, kitchens, um, you know, soup kitchens, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we look for ways to, to help out in the community. And so that's just giving of your time. And I just think it's a good part of your Salt to always uh, make sure you're exercising those muscles, right, throughout life. Uh, it doesn't have to be with money. Uh, in fact, in many ways, you know, the you know, uh, I've, I'm, I've done it both ways, and, and it's like, you know, I really, <laughs> I really enjoy it when I get in there and, and I'm actually, you know, in the soup kitchen or I'm actually, you know, uh, uh, helping sort uh, all the donations that have come in the back, you know, uh, into piles, you know, that was my specialty, by the way. Uh, I was very good at that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, you know, there's lots of ways to give back, but the earning part is, is really the toughest part. If you're talking about trying to, you know, give back with, with money and monetarily give back. Um, but it's not the only way to get back. Uh, so, but I think that what you do too, though, there's phases of your life where you're really optimized, right? I mean, you're optimized to learn when you're, when you're young, uh, you're optimized to earn in, in your middle years, and quite honestly, you're optimized to return in your later years, uh, the one, the last third of your, you know, life, or the third act three, if you will, uh, is typically returning uh, because you realize, you know, all that you've received, you want to, you know, you want to give back, you want to share, uh, and so, you know, I'd, I'd say that that's just sort of a natural progression that I've seen, uh, and you know, for us, one of the things I will say this. A great way that we get back at ConnectWise, and we don't, we put a lot of money into this every year, is community. Uh, we really see that when technology teams from all around the world uh, and technology companies from all around the world, when they get together, it's magic. And so that's what we really, you know, our, our IT nation, uh, which is, again, always in November at, in Orlando, uh, is just growing and growing and growing. And it really feels like a movement because the the knowledge that is shared when the community gets together and the friendships that are created and the uh, the success that is passed between them uh, and the success that we sort of you know you know energize them with the training and the uh, and the and the presentations and showing them what's coming and talking about the industry and trends you know we spend three days together and it's just so powerful um, and we get so many great letters from partners saying wow man i went back and i was on a tear and i did my business plan and i had learned everything i needed to know at it nation and you know really that optimism right i mean a lot of times that's you, what you want to do with entrepreneurs is you know how can you know it's tough <laughs> it's just tough okay so it's like you know they deserve a shot in the arm you know they deserve a pat on the back they deserve you know uh, a, a come on you can keep going come on get you know, they deserve a coach, if you will, right? That, right. That great coach that is always there with them saying, oh, come on, man, I believe in you. Come on, you can do it. You can do this, okay? 
you know, and when they see you working too hard, say, hey, you need to slow down a little bit here. We'll slow down a little bit here. You know, so, I mean, I just wish I could be that uh, for for our partners, but I've had the opportunity to do it, do it so many times with the companies that we've acquired, all the great talent that we've brought into the company, um, and I think that we really are, you know, it, it is our culture to to really help each other continuously learn and then, you know, do everything we can to make our partners successful because we believe in what they're doing. Uh, so, yeah, I think you found your calling. Yes. I was going to be a priest. I am Italian. Uh, my mom is Irish. My dad Italian. Uh, and, boy, you know, you kind of can't escape, you know, being pushed towards the priesthood. Uh, <laughs> if, you're <from laughs> the Northe- if you're from the Northeast like I am, right? Uh, and so, you know, you, you think deeply, you know, when, when yeah. your mom and dad are saying, well, maybe you'll be a priest when you grow up. I'm thinking, wow, that's, wow, let me check that out, you know. Okay, so, well, that's uh, really yeah. funny, Arnie, because <laughs> I had my priest from up north on the show. We were talking about callings of all kinds. He didn't want to be a priest. Right. That was not on his on his horizon at any point, and he ended up getting called to the priesthood. But along the way, he learned how many different kinds of callings there are. And here you are saying yeah. mm-hmm. you were kind of being pushed towards mm-hmm. being a priest and you ended up not being a priest. Well, but yeah, but it's like, because I figured out, it's like, well, I don't, okay, I see what priests are doing and I think this is awesome, you know, and it's like, right. they've got, you know, something that they're very passionate about, which, you know, I mean, just yeah. for me, it was just technology. It was just like, okay, I can do the same thing, but with technology, yeah. uh, you know, uh, shepherding technology and shepherding technology teams mm-hmm. and, and doing, you know, how can I, create an organization that's all ConnectWise is, is how can i create an organization that will help them with their businesses and the, a necessary ingredient that is giving them a platform to run their business on because a lot of them you know god bless them and i love them it's like they love technology and most of them are accidental entrepreneurs who are great technicians and really love technology and they get their first you know they they leave the company they're at you know maybe it's a big corporation and then they get their first client and and they get their second, and then they get their first, you know, colleague. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're running a business, you know. And, and now you're on the treadmill, man. It's like, okay, you've got to make enough money, <laughs> you know, to, 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 to help both of you earn a living. You know, it's like subsistence at first, right? I mean, yeah. I love Elon Musk because he talks about, you know, ramen noodles and sleeping on futons. And it's like, yes, exactly. Yeah, we all did that you when know? we first started. Yes, We've got about exactly. uh, a, a little more than a, a minute left to the show, Arnie. And... Uh, You've shared so much information with us. If people want to find out more about the work you're doing, what's what's the best way for them to reach out? Oh, yeah. Well, the work that we're doing, I mean, you know, connectwise.com, uh, the word connect, the word wise, put them together, connectwise.com. Um, you know, that's that's who we are. That's what we're doing. Get a really good picture of what we're doing there. Uh, you know, if people are interested in reaching out, uh, my email address is arnie at Arnie.com. That's a, that's a personal email there, Arnie at Arnie.com. Uh, and, uh, and I'll be happy to respond to people that, that write in. Perfect. And we know you're a geek because you grabbed Arnie in the early days when you could still get did, like, yeah. just your first name. That, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. I want to thank you so much for being with me on the show today. All right. Good deal. Thank you so much, Laura. All right, everybody. Arnie shared so many wonderful ideas about growing your business, entering your business, and most of all, believing in your business. So hope you took a lot of notes, if not listen to it on the podcast. And I I love bringing this 
kind of guest you every week. Remember, the right questions can change your life. So what are you asking today? Have a great day, everyone. Remember to hug someone you love. Listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.